Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, it is December 25th. Well, actually, I'm shooting this, <laughs> recording this on November 29th, but today is December 25th, and it is the incarnation of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the eternal Son of God, becoming flesh and being born of a woman in Bethlehem. Wow. The humility of God will never understand. But we live an incarnated faith. And the incarnation took place when Jesus, his divine nature, took on human flesh, fully God and fully man, and and, and the one person, Jesus Christ, when he took on flesh. That was the incarnation, and he is eternally incarnated. But we live as Christians an incarnated faith. And uh, we see that right right when he was born, that he was born in Bethlehem, which Bethlehem literally means the house of bread, or the house of meat. And so, uh, and he was born in a manger, this feeding trough. And that is a direct prefigurement that his incarnation was a reflection of his Eucharistic incarnation that he would feed the world with his body and blood. So in his incarnation, he was born in the house of bread or the house of meat. And what does he call himself? The true bread from heaven and to his his body is true food and to gnaw on his body, which actually the gnaw Greek word is very like aggressive, like it's almost like chewing meat and then drinking his blood because that's true drink. And so this is, uh, we can see this prefigurement of the mass even in his incarnation when the three magi come and worship him and him being held by his mother mary and his poverty he was born in a manger in an inn and this manger was the feeding trough because it prefigures him feeding with his body and blood the life of the world to the to give life to the world with his flesh and his mother mary holding the incarnated jesus and the three magi, even recognizing his kingship, his divinity, his uh, sovereignty, and him as the Messiah, even as a little baby. And you would see him just the like little baby, and no one would ever think, yeah, this is God. Yeah, this is the Messiah. Yeah, this is the Savior of the world. This is Jesus, the one who saves. God saves. And we can say the same thing now is like everybody looks at what looks like bread, what tastes like bread, what looks like wine, what tastes like wine, that there's like no way that's, that it's Jesus. But it's the same way, it's the same Jesus that is incarnated. We live an incarnated faith in the sacraments that every single time uh, we re- participate and especially receive him in the Eucharist, it is that incarnation of divinity becoming flesh and working through flesh. Um, to save our flesh and to unite it to his divinity is this incredible humility of God to bring us up and to, to participate in his divine nature. So that very sacrifice of the mass is the incarnation too. Just so I've always thought about this too is like, wait, Jesus, he's divine, second person of the Blessed Trinity. Why did the, why did the Holy Spirit have to come and and overshadow Mary in order for him to be incarnate. Why why couldn't he just do that himself? But we see 
that the three persons of the Blessed Trinity always operate together, that the Father through the Son and the Holy Spirit is revelation. And now that we have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is expressed in us and it reveals and it reveals Jesus who ultimately came to reveal the Father. So we see this participation in the uh, Blessed Trinity, that the Father chose Mary, that, that the Holy Spirit became her spouse, and Jesus, the second person of the Divine Trinity, took on flesh in the Incarnation. And that's what happens at Mass, that we worship God the Father. And in the power of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit comes and Jesus becomes fully present, body, blood, soul, and divinity under the appearances of bread and wine so that we receive him fully just as Mary received him fully and we get to worship him fully in the Eucharist just as the three magi worshiped him even as a little baby. That he doesn't, he doesn't, uh, if he revealed his glory to us, we would die. <laughs> But in his humility, he comes so that we can receive him here, uh, life on earth, so that we can receive the king and fully present his kingdom to the world, that we get to represent Jesus because we have the power of the Holy Spirit, and we get to reveal the Father's heart as Jesus Christ crucified lives through us. So, Merry Christmas. I pray that this has been a helpful reflection for you, that this this humility of God, the reality of Christ Mass, which actually, like Christmas comes, uh, what it originally meant was Christ's Mass. So it's the holy sacrifice of the Mass. It's the reality of the incarnated faith of Christianity that God took on flesh and, and God works through the sacraments uh, for our salvation. The um, St. John Chrysostom in the 600s, he said, I worship the God who created matter, who became matter for my sake and worked out my matter through, and worked out my salvation through matter, which are through the sacraments, right? So it is the great humility of God that we celebrate today that the second person of the Blessed Trinity took on flesh and the prefigurement of all that and the reality of that incarnation at every single time we go to Mass. So have a very merry, merry Christmas and Receive your King Jesus in the Eucharist today at Mass. God bless you all.